Here we go, episode 13, the hoop call. Things are heating up. We're ready to go once the beat drops. Let's do this. <sighs> yes. Right, you're listening to the hoop call. UK voice on all things NBA. We got the f- we've got the Fab Four back. I'm gonna bring him in in a minute. This week we're talking some heavy hitters. We're talking the trade deadline because that's absolutely massive as well. And we're going to give you rookies some more advice. Before we do that, let me remind you guys at the hoop call on socials, podcast at the hoop call.com for your emails. Or just message us 07379481528. And then just buzz us from there. We'll get back to you. Right, who's in the building? Yes, Tobes, say what up to the people. Howdy all my gentlemen, howdy all my people, how are we doing? Back for another classic. There we are, it's been blessed. Ollie, what are you saying? Thanks for having us back, Doc. Back for another glorious hoop call. <laughs> K-Dot, you too. Hoop, 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 hoop. There we are. That's the, that's the call for Hoop Nation. The Spartans and such out there. There we are, great. The song ended on perfect timing. Right, okay. So just to remind you guys, we do have some bonus content coming out. That's going to be coming out probably early next week. Stay tuned for the socials. We had a really good cross pod um, that we recorded on Monday. It was wavy, so trust me, trust me, trust me. You don't want to miss out on that. And shout out to the We Talk Football podcast also. But today's NBA time. Right. There's some stuff I need to talk about. But, you know, I'm going to let my boys lead on this because they're very intelligent, very knowledgeable. And in certain cases, somewhat emotional about the content we're going to provide today. So first we will go to the wiki. Wah, wah, West. I actually really like the song, by the way. Just saying it, though. Right, okay, what have we got? So, we have, with about about 40 games played each, the Utah Jazz in number one seed. The Phoenix Suns still in number two, fair play to them. But with essentially the same record, the Los Angeles Lakers are breathing down their neck in the third seed. we got the LA Clippers down in fourth. The Denver Nuggets, now they're looking starting to look more respectable in the fifth seed. Portland Trailblazers, respect to them, six seed. K-Dot, your San Antonio Spurs, they're still there. Seventh seed. And the Dallas Mavericks in the eighth seed. Yeah, yeah they're getting applause. The, the West has really been hard fought. Um, other honourable mentions, the Houston Rockets have been diabolical, lost 18 straight. Um, I will come back to them. Minnesota Timberwolves, oh my god, nine, nine wins and 31 losses this season, I mean, how can you be that bad, it's what it is, um, yeah, so here we go, right, the main, the main people I wanted to talk about today were a team that, a team that has been discussed to death, 
and a team I've been a bit disappointed in. I want someone else to lead this, and it's going to be Oli, because I'm talking about your LA Clippers. What I want to know is simple, yeah. Tell tell the tell Hoop Nation what your thoughts are, because my issue is this: I don't get why you guys aren't really good. Like you're you're decent, obviously. Obviously, I mean you know. You're, you're a very good team. You're fourth in the West. But you're four and six in your last 10, and you're just not quite looking right. Tell us. Well, I think there was a, there was a recent interview with, um, with Kawhi, and he said the, the issues, and the one word he said was inconsistency, or yep. being consistent, sorry, should I say, uh, with him actually quoting, we want to, um, if we want to have a chance uh, at anything, you've got to be consistent. Also stating that, what makes a team great, players great, coaches great, a, kiss, a consistency of winning and uh, pretty much getting into the habit of winning. So I don't know if that's some subliminal messages in there about the team. Or, it's not or even subliminal, players. is it? It's not even subliminal. It's just straight up saying it. Well, what do you, what do you yeah. think? Do you agree? I, I do agree. Um, we've gone, you know, I think one of the, one of the big issues we've had, we have had, we have had injuries, but I don't think you can really use that as an excuse because 80% of, of the league has gone through patches where they've been missing certain players. Um, but one of the, one of the issues as well, because when you look at something, when you look at our team, we've got Kawhi, Paul George, Ibaka, Pat Beverly. The first thing you'd think is, is that it's, it's, it's good defensively. Beast defensively. But, but we, I think we're currently sitting 16th. On defensive rating it's at the in, moment, it's impossible, man, for with a team like that. Impossible. Which, uh, to me, that just shows because I think we've already touched on before that defense is is about hustle. Well, a big part of it. So you know, these guys have the technical ability. I think Ibaka's led the league in blocks a couple of times. Kawhi's defensive player of the year. Um, Paul George was in the running when he was in OKC. Um, but yeah, it just it just doesn't sort of sit well at the moment and it could be I don't know if it's down to the down to the players or down to the coaching but I don't think it would be too much to difference from the coaching from when we had Doc Rivers in and Ty Lue because Ty, Ty Lue was there at the same time so I don't I don't feel like there, there, there could be too much of a change exactly okay this is exactly what I wanted to touch on right Tobes I'm going to bring this to you um I I don't want to come across as a hater genuinely but when you deep it, yeah, the Clippers have never actually been consistent since really the Kawhi Paul George trade. You know, you can blame that on numerous reasons. Okay, injury, I'll give them that. Rotation, blah blah blah. But you know, when you start to have a good body of data, and you start to think, actually, is this duo just overrated? Like, what do you what do you think? Do you think actually maybe they're just not as good as we thought or do you think there's something else going on there I, these are genuine open questions I just don't get it with the Clippers because I rate them really highly on an individual level I think they are good enough together uh, <laughs> your other boy Luca gave you gave you gave you boys a hiding yesterday so I know you must have been conflicted Ollie. Destroyed. but um, 
I'm, I'm think... sick of seeing Luca drop 40 or. <laughs> but how can that happen, though? No. You know I, what I mean, Tom? I think how can it's that worrying. happen? I think it's worrying because it means star players can ball out against the Clippers. So, like, it's kind of like you say, you have these on paper great defenders, but they're not stopping anyone. Um, another thing that makes me think about your question, Matt, about the pairing, you know, Kawhi is hands down the best player on this team, but he's not an emotional leader he's not he's not someone who can rally the troops and i think in all other success stories he's had so far that that sort of weakness of his has been glossed over because there's been someone else to pick up that slack the most recent one if we cast back to raptors yeah 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 go on go on yeah i think raptors he was the, the he, he was the best player without shadow of doubt he hit some huge shots played some clutch defense and really dragged them to the title but kyle lowry was hands down the emotional heartbeat of that team and I think he carried the team when times were tough I think what we're seeing now is Kawhi isn't quite that guy however much a great player is I don't know if he's the kind of guy that can rile the team up and say look let's do this let's pull it together and you're not going to get it either from Paul George because the team already don't respect him after some of the yeah that's true he, he he had some stuff going on didn't he last year K-Dot yeah. K-Dot question you've you've known Kawhi a long time You've, you've had a tumultuous relationship with Kyle Leonard. Just to remind our listeners, um, <laughs> K-Dot is a San Antonio Spurs fan and um, they have their own views on Kawhi and his um, medical records, so to speak. What What is he lacking? Or is he lacking anything to take this um, LA Clippers team to the next level? He is a two-time finals MVP. Um, Tobe said about you know emotional leaders and and such and such. Is that what he's missing, or is he just not that good, or or what? I I, I genuinely don't get it. No, as Toby would say, that he has credit in the bank when it comes to um, his actual pedigree in the league, and I do think that Toby's point is very valid about him not being an emotional leader. I think that he's the kind of person that he's excellent at his job but he'll come to work at nine and leave at five and he's not going to do anything more or anything less. Yeah. Um, but what he does do is, is exceptional at it. Um, I think it, it boils down to the actual culture of the LA Clippers. I think there is no... Losing culture, uh, you mean? Sorry. Yeah. L- well, well, yes, I think that <clears throat> it just seems that like there, there hasn't been a, a concerted effort to kind of change a culture from the Doc Rivers era to the Tai Lu era. Because it's the same thing. <laughs> they were both on the bench when they got knocked out, man. <laughs> no, but I, I think that I, I would have thought that Ty, because Tai Lu sort of saw the problems that Doc Griffiths had to go through, maybe he wanted to add his own standpoint on the on proceedings. I'm not sure that that team has elevated to, an, to, to another gear under him. Um, and I would say, like, if you had to look at, say, like, the, the Knicks, for instance, which I'm talking about them. Oh, my um, goodness. Tom, you can see Tom Thibodeau's poor prints all over it, That <clears throat> how they play oh, defensively. Well, how you've they got all these back up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I can't um, they're not at the Knicks level. This is... This is. <laughs> so no, it, I, I do think it's just about um, inspiring a team culture within that unit and making sure that they are all grouped and yeah, I find that, that so weird, goal. though. I, it's, the thing is, there's people that actually play elite sports and stuff will know better than me. But I find it so interesting when they say, like, you know, an athlete athlete or a team needs, like, an emotional leader, needs this, that, and the other. It's like, come on, man, you guys are elite athletes. Like, even the most apathetic player there is, 
you have to be a dog to get all the way to the NBA. You know what I mean? You'd think they'd be able to, to get it together. I just find it interesting. But it's not the end of the season. It's not the end of the season yet. Ollie, from what you've seen, you've got a large pool of data now. Are you guys actually, can you guys get it together? Well, you know, what's your, you know, what's your ceiling? Can you guys get it together? Or is this who the Clippers are? Just very good team, inconsistent, can't quite trust them and probably won't get over the line? Or are there things that can change? Will things change? I don't know. I'd like to think there is something that, that can be changed within the team because um, we've got all, I think we've got all the right tools to to be a championship team. Um, I think one of the main issues, I think like Karim actually sort of agree with him with, apart from Kawhi, who's who's used to winning, we haven't really got anyone else on the team who's who's done it. Not not one up well, but you got Ibaka, but the winner on the on the Raptors. But apart from that, no one's really gotten that far. That's true. I'd you also got, like yeah, you got I'd no. Rock, I would also like to have a, a, a an actual point guard on. Yeah, on the team as well. I, I agree with that. Since Kawhi's come on the Clippers, his his assists, I think, have pretty much more than doubled them from his career career stats. Which you don't really, you know, he I know he can make his own shot, but I don't really want the ball in his hands as like they're like much. they're like usage assists. They're not like yeah. oh, I'm getting everyone involved in doing it properly. Assists. It's just like oh, I'm the best player, so I will have the ball enough to get an assist. Pretty much, and the only the only other ball handler that you know who plays the point is Lou Will when he when he comes on, but not not no one who can actually facilitate an offense, which it, it a lot of the times it looks like is a lot very stagnant when we when we're bringing the ball up. So I wouldn't mind. I think we've got the assets to to pick up a. Um, can you get Lonzo? Can you get Lonzo? Is there um, a way you I can get him? Was, I think there was talks of trying to trying to get him on. Um, it's I think to you're going safer. I saw I some stuff about George, George George Hill. Yeah. Oh no! I get, I'd try to get Ricky Rubio, mate. I, I like a bit of Ricky Rubio. Like Ricky, Ricky Rubio is one of the ones I want, but I did see George Hill. But I think that's the more. I think we just do a, a swap for swap for with George Hill. George Hill's dead to me, man. Since he missed that layup. <laughs> well, the cab with the cab. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, that's like when he first went over to the cabs, it was like, oh, this is the piece that we needed. It was George Hill. Yeah, that's Gosh, man. That's, that's when, you, when you get that like mismatched team and you had like, you brought like with JR and that's when LeBron, Le GM. How did he get to the finals? Okay. That's speaking like, of, yeah, speaking of GMs real quick, do you reckon Bulmer's bricking it? about Kawhi not how he hasn't extended right so do you think this is like a make or break season for do you think he'll stay basically no Kawhi, uh, Kawhi's going Brooklyn man if he goes Brooklyn I may stop watching basketball now, now you know what Kawhi, what's needs, the point? Kawhi needs to go to the Lakers man he needs to I'd be like, out like, like like let's just he's make staying. up I'd like to think he's staying but he's He's no, I, I don't think Kawhi has got. He hasn't got many loyalties apart from. He's got no patience, fam. <laughs> the only thing going is that his his home is in is in LA with his family. Kawhi, which is one of the main thing. Kawhi, come down the corridor. Come, so the come down the corridor. Come to the Furful and Gold. I'm not staying here. <laughs> He's never staying up there. <laughs> listen, Kawhi. Listen, you mucked, you you messed us about last summer. You learnt your lesson. You got your bum spanked. Always forgiven. Come, come to the purple and gold. Let's take on the big three in Brooklyn. That'll be fun. Let the little duos do their thing. Let's go back to big threes. That's so 
funny. That's a come and get me play. <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think it's impossible. If he enters free agency, if Brooklyn stomp everyone, team players are going to be thinking, "Oh, come on, let's just do the big free thing again." I'm telling you that. But yeah, no, Clippers. We're keeping an eye on you. We're keeping an eye on you. Panic button not being pressed yet, but I think in a couple of weeks, Oli, that panic button. We've got one. We've got one on the soundboard for you listeners, but we haven't used it on anyone yet. I will definitely be the first person to use it. I'm telling you that, but we'll see. Thank you very much. Let's go east. So our Eastern Conference, we have the Philadelphia 76ers in the first seed. But guess who's got the same record as them? The Brooklyn Nets, that juggernaut. That juggernaut is breathing down the necks of Philly. And they will take over by next week. Milwaukee Bucks in the third seed. Miami Heat. My goodness. Can you believe I was pretty much pushing the panic button on those guys earlier in the season? They're in the fourth seed now. Charlotte Hornets. Ollie, you must be happy. Your second team in the fifth seed. And looking good. Since LaMelo's been starting, he's been balling. Um, Atlanta Hawks in sixth. Yeah, good. (laughs) Boston Celtics at 500 in seventh. And your New York Knicks, K Dot. Yeah, they're there, they're there and thereabouts. So yeah, the top eight. No, I, I will not give applause to the Eastern Conference just yet, but I will acknowledge that virtually every team in the playoff situation is at five hundred or above. So when they all get to five hundred and above, we'll start reintroducing applauses to the Eastern Conference. Few few impressive performers um, this week. You know, shout out the Bucks, shout out. Atlanta Hawks but we have to bring back an old segment we've got to bring back an old segment of ours because I need to talk about it genuinely um, where, you, where is it you there we are Jen. there we are Fusion Watch let's look at the Brooklyn Nets boys they have been so good and it's getting to the point where they're so good that I just don't get it anymore. I've said that a lot this pod. I always thought I was quite knowledgeable, but I don't get why they're so good. If I look at the teams, yeah, with KD, obviously, KD is a game changer, transcendental, generational talent. But the way they were playing, even with Kyrie and James Harden stomping everyone, that's the way I thought Kawhi and Paul George would be. You know, two two-way wings... You know, especially as, yeah, especially as Kawhi and Paul George are kind of two-way wings as well. So, you know, defensively, offensively, you know, really good players, champions, et cetera, et cetera. I thought their ceiling, the ceiling that Brooklyn Nets are showing is something that the Clippers could do. So I thought it'd be interesting to talk about the Nets and see why they are so good, even without KD and even without KD and Kyrie. Um you you saw James Harden yesterday, you know. So what are you going to Just do? Just straight up. What we say? This is him. Guess I'll go super. Bang. Bang. Forty point triple double without KD and Kyrie takes home the dub on the road to the Pacers. One six straight. K dot. Just explain. Why are this Brooklyn team so good? So I think last night, from what I saw, um it was anchored by them defensively. So the way yeah. they were switching on. Wow. 
<laughs> yeah, and, uh, and that's going to surprise a few people. But it was anchored defensively when they were switching on people, they were engaged, um, and they were actually forcing missed shots. When they forced missed shots, they were able to push the pace up the floor and able to get shots in transition, etc. So in that in that instance, what one hand washed washed the other. Um, also, uh, I think it was it five or six of their uh, bench players were in double digits. That always helps. And then on top of that, you have an absolute freak of an offensive weapon, oh my James Harden. I don't get he, it. I don't think people really didn't appreciate how good he was um, last night, where he's able to dish dimes on a plate for for others. He's actually he's able to get open looks where whenever he wanted to, able to. Um, you know, to push the pace when he wanted to. He's, he's become a, a very, very good point guard in his own right. And I think that the mere fact that Kyrie sort of said to him, you are the point guard of this team, sort of set the tone for the rest of the season. He's got like a professional um, pride in it, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. Loves it. Exactly. Uh, I do, I, I do. I have to give credit to, to, to Steve Nash and the, and the um, coaching staff where they're actually just saying to them, no, listen, we need to sort of work on us, work on, on us and our defensive, the defensive side of the game. And make sure that we're not giving up easy layups, and we um, there there is a concerted effort to make sure that you know teams are not running. Yeah, but Kayla, everyone's putting in effort. Like they're not good defenders. Their team aren't <laughs> good defensively as individuals, and in terms of their construction, in terms of their size and length, like they shouldn't be this good. Um, is there a fear factor as well? I don't I don't know what's going on here. I think I think so a little bit, um, but maybe but James Harden is just that damn good. Yeah, I mean they they find ways to win to win games in all different manners. So they they, they can slug it out with you. They can you know, um, you know win win with the free ball. Um, they can you know drag themselves kicking a screaming over the line. So I just think that they just have so, so such an abundance of weapons um, that they're able to exploit and actually hurt the other the other team. Mad. No, so no, I think no. no, I think it is a really. Um, I'm 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 very impressed. I'm very impressed. Scary, Tobes. They're your favourites as of today. Yes. Yeah, they have to be. But there. that pause is because of health. They're my favourites. Yeah, that, they're my favourites. But we ain't seen KD in a hot minute. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, we ain't seeing what the addition of Blake would look like but obviously I think it's just more for chemistry he's not needed it's just a nice bonus but I want to see I want to see them healthy and I want to see KD KD run a stretch of games for a long time well this is what I was going to say I'm glad you said that yeah because you set me up to talk to you about this right we've talked about how great they are we know they are probably in terms of just pure individual talent the greatest offensive collection of players that have shared a court and as you'd be you know if not they're top two top three insane 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 okay you made the take that offense beats defense just is what it is in basketball it's designed that way it's great it's enjoyable but my question is i got i got i got three things that i've noted down here that i wanted to discuss with you and of ollie um in terms of things that could potentially derail them and whether you think it possibly actually will so you've brought up two things. You've brought up health and linked that to chemistry. So you see Blake Griffin is out. You see KD's missing an extended run. You see Kyrie's in and out of the team. And we're over halfway through the season now. So I'm, I'm asking you, 
do you think that this could be an issue in the playoffs or do you think that's just wishful thinking and they'll figure it out? Because playoff basketball is different. It really, really is different, a lot different. And being on the court together, especially defensively and stuff, do you think chemistry and health could actually be a factor? Or do you think if you're looking at that Eastern Conference, yeah, they're all right? No, no, no. I do I do think it's a factor. <clears throat> and I, th- I think it's a factor because some of the, some of the t- potential threats and the only ones I do see threatening them are teams who are at the opposite end of the spectrum. So they're teams that have been quite cohesive or have done it before. And those teams are the Miami Heat, led by Jimmy Butler, who is balling out of his mind right now. Yeah, but they ain't going to come against the Goliath. No, no. They're the exact kind of team who can steal a game or two against the Nets. Right? I'm not Ooh. saying they're going to win, but they, they're, they're defensively plucky. They've got a great coach in Spolstra. And they've played together and done deep playoff runs already with that roster. So if that's if that comes against the KD less or Kyrie less, that's trouble. Another one is the Bucks, got plenty of length. Same same team running it back, quite locked in defensively, led by Giannis, reigning MV, uh, MVP and defensive player of the year. And the last one is the is the Philadelphia 76ers, who are like probably their biggest competition and a team who are extremely long, extremely defensively well coached, and have also been playing uh, more or less with the same unit the whole year. I don't. I don't think it's anything for Nets fans to be overly concerned with in the long in the long uh, scheme of things for the playoffs because I, f- I still think they'll come out on top. But you do. I do want. You do want to. You gotta be nervous. I don't know what the minutes or stats are, but like how much how much time have all three of them shared the court together, or how many games have they all been healthy for? Is 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 pretty low right now. So at least there's still time. There's still time. There's still time, plenty of games, but. but you want you want I'd want to see them start playing together at least so calm playoff time it's not like you're starting from from square one Oli playoff wise defensively there's no one there that can even slow down a superstar surely that's a factor there's no like you know no I don't at first I thought it was going to be one of the main issues the same with a lot of people about um about how well they'll be defensively but I think they are that good. It just looks offense. that way, isn't it? They just look that good. When you can turn around and say Kyrie Irving is your third best player, <laughs> then it's going to be a bit of a problem. Oh and it's, it's a, even goodness. with KD, he's not. You know, he's come back of a off of, off of, of a major injury. But if you look back at his Warriors days defensively, he was really good. Yeah, yeah. Long, and they, he's expected in playoff minutes to play to play the five, and. I don't know. Unless unless they are up against, you know, they'll have to change if they're, you know, DJ get more minutes when they're playing an Embiid or or Jokic or anything like that. But apart from that, I think they can just run teams down and they can mix up the minutes. So at any one point, if you've got KD, Harden, and Kyrie, or a mixture of two, you know, two yeah. and even three, when it comes down to 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 the clutch bits and, the, and you know the crunch time in the last two minutes when you got three of all three of them on the floor nothing you can, literally yeah. nothing you can no. do in it okay Ollie, I want to have a question yeah and you guys other you, you you other guys can chip in as well yeah KD now he hasn't had <laughs> he hasn't had two people defending him in about four years now <laughs> like, I say what I have to say this. His team are so good James Harden and Kyrie Irving are performing at such a high level the team is have only lost one game in his absence. Does this in any way affect his legacy? 
I think it'll probably be for the purest, purest only, but I'm just interested. Uh, me personally, I think it kind of works in a similar sort of way with, with the Warriors. Um, as in, it was, a, it was a superstar-led team. He was the best player on that team. And he and he won the championship. Basically, I think it will sort of work in the in the same sort of way because it, it, Brooklyn is it's Katie's team. No, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I, I personally think it's Kyrie's team. Kyrie will have the most points, the most highlights, the most everything. Katie yeah. is the best player, but in the same way, Steph's. Um, no one is ever going to say that's Kyrie's team. I mean, I did. Apart so from Kyrie, <laughs> I I have said it. Swinging his sage around, <laughs> and you. <laughs> no, I think it's Kyrie's team. Kyrie was from Brooklyn. It was Kyrie's idea. Everything. Um, I don't know Tobes or Kader. I don't know what you think. As I said, my opinion is that I just think it's crazy that probably the two most talented teams of all time, Kader. He's been on both, but I know Oli. What's Oli saying? If Oli, if he's the best player on the two most like talented teams of all time, what does that say about him? So yeah, I see how you can see it from both both ways. Uh, yeah, I mean, the purist in me wants, you know, wants him to go and do it on his own. You if know, he did like, it at OKC. Oh my goodness, imagine to, that to run it. Oh man, yeah. So what he can do is he can win. He can win two or three more rings with the Nets, and then he can come and he can do a LeBron in it. Come, come back to OKC. To the, yeah, when, when come Chris... back to OKC, or maybe the Sonics by then. Who knows? Come back to us as an old man. Still, still killing it. This man will play to his forty. Yeah, yeah, easy. Yeah. He does just stand in a corner, man. Just shoot everyone, and then just lead us to a nice ring with SGA at the point. A few of our future round first picks. <laughs> exactly. Your, your multiple, multiple oh, first man. rounds. It'll, it'll be lit. It'll be lit. But um, yeah. I mean, it's like when life gives you lemons, sort of thing. All right. I hated the first one. I hated the first one. But um. I, I think this one was was actually meant to be him and Kyrie, and then the James Harden thing blossomed out of nowhere. So, I mean, you can't hate on the organization for doing what they did. Um, will we look back on it? I think my bitterness to it has already been evaporated with the with the with the Warriors ring. So now it's just a case of yeah, man, just no, do your thing now, just collect rings in it, chase chase the greats, and and if you can be a fundamental part of winning those rings, then it just adds to his legacy actually. So yeah. No. Right. Okay. Um what I got. Okay, yeah, boys. That's what I wanted to say, actually. There is. In fact, let me let me drop my music. There's something I wanted to say. Yeah, you know what this means. I'm about to go off. So I do. I'm about to go off because boys, I I want an apology. I want an apology. And the reason I want an apology is because this I felt very, we're friends, so I can I can speak from the heart. I felt very dismissed during the James Harden trade talk situations. I felt very, very dismissed. I felt like you guys weren't listening to me. I felt you guys were sleeping on James Harden and how great he was. Okay, so let's look back at that now, all right? So Houston have lost 18 straight, are going nowhere. They've got nothing for him. But I'm more interested in the people you said shouldn't have traded for James Harden. Before I continue, I'm going to give anyone an opportunity to just say they were wrong. It's fine if you're wrong. Say, just admit that everyone should have traded for James Harden. Just I'm waiting. 
I never said that. You should trade. Okay, I've got no, no. I got receipts. I got receipts. Teams that teams that I am. I was I was brushed aside at when I said should have traded for James Harden. Include, you know, who I'm going to start off with the Denver Nuggets. Don't trade Jamal Murray. You're giving up too much. <laughs> I mean, how bad is that? that, take, that? Someone apologize. <laughs> There was no bad. one on this pod that was like, yeah, that's a great offer. If you can do that, do that. Yeah, you're like, yeah, but no, Ollie, it was you, bruv. You were like, <laughs> Joe Kitchen Harden would never play together. It wouldn't work. You are a joke. No, 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 Ollie, no, 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 no. apologize. Harden would be able to play on the Nuggets. Okay, so, but he somehow managed to play with KD and Kyrie. Yeah, because he completely oh. reinvented himself. <laughs> Ollie, Ollie, just, I can't you, believe if you, said, you. If, you, if you told me I'm going to get that James Harden, Ollie, you got you get, get, Oh my goodness, that that was terrible, terrible by you. Um, Boston, someone said, don't trade Jason Tatum for him. I think it was multiple of you as well. I stand by that. Oh I my, still stand, I still stand by that. <laughs> what is wrong with you lot? Oh my, how good does a player have to be to trade for Jason Tatum? I don't get it. Get the better yeah, player. Tobes. Yeah, but does it but does it need does it move the needle for Boston? Yes, if you've got a better player then you're in a better position. If it was Brown, yeah. Tatum. <sighs> yes, Tatum. Tatum. Get the better oh. player. Okay, see what I mean you see what I mean? This is why I'm going off right now. <laughs> This is what K dot. This what going on. This, at least K dot is sitting quietly currently. Okay, we have the Heat. Um, oh, don't give up Jimmy. Don't give up. What's it? Tyler Hero, Duncan Roy, whoever. You know what I mean? Again, joking. Um, I remember when I said Washington, get Bill back and send him to Washington. At least you get Bill. You guys are like, oh no, nah. you know Bill's doing well and this, that, and the other, and blah 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 blah. Guys, I want an apology. I want an apology. I want someone to at least acknowledge that you slept on James Harden, how good he was. You momentarily I, forgot. I hope that you're not going to walk off the set like uh, Piers Morgan. You know? <laughs> I'm not walking <laughs> off the set. I just want, I just want acknowledgement that he's better than Jamal Murray and Jason Tatum and Jimmy Butler and Bradley Beal. Uh, but that was, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's always a given. He's a better player. But we're looking at it GM mode, isn't it? GM mode. You guys are terrible, terrible GMs. <laughs> Listen, okay. Now, because this happened, I've now got official um, categories for players. You know, I have them for teams. I've got them for players now. So let's run through them, okay? So we have bums and trash. To be fair, in the NBA, I don't think there's actually too many of them. They're people that, they're mainly kind of the older players who just lost it. So much respect, they've had a decent career. But in the NBA, if you're trash, you kind of, you just end up out the league after a while. You know what I mean? So, but there is occasional... Bums and trash, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and have a go at anyone. This that and the other. Yeah? Then you've got your role player. And then most players can find a role. So if you're a role player, respect to you. Parallel to that, so on the parallel to that, or kind of between role player and bum, are people that are just on payroll. Okay, you, know, you do HR. You know some people you're looking through and you're like, Oh you is he still here? You still paying him? You know those those um Luel Dengs and them ones there? There's, Otto, there's Otto Potter Juniors and this that, and the other. Like, <laughs> it's just there, yeah. The no, um, you know, I mean, Swaggy P's of the world, this that, and the other, just on payroll. You got your role players. Now, this is important. This section is important. I have not included stars in there. For me, there's no stars. 
you're either a jag or you're a superstar. Okay? Give me someone you think's a star, and I'll turn him into a superstar or a jag. Someone take the Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Yep, Jag. Jag. Potential superstar. Jag. <laughs> I don't use the word potential. Embiid? Nah, superstar. Devin Booker. Jag. Jag, he's never is he never he's never played in the playoffs. In the super, get out of there, man. I, I mean he's had absolute Jag. trash. Jag. <laughs> Sorry. When he's in, he's in. Cool. Tatum? Superstar. Yep. I give him that. He's very good. Paul George. Jag. He's been relegated. <laughs> He's one of the few relegated. Then you got your superstars, ADs, your MBs, your Kyrie's, your Hardens. You know, we, we know our we know our superstars in Heart of Hearts. Callum? Why would you put him? Who? Jag. Jag City. <laughs> He's a little F face Jag. <laughs> Come on now. Jag Jags are, are players that are very good. I was, I'm happy for you that you're good. But you ain't really you can't take a team to the promised land. You never have and you probably never will on your own. I'm and surprised you left off one of your favourites. Who? Mr. Jamal Murray. Oh, he's oh he is literally definition. You go in the text. Jamal <laughs> He is he's he's literally circling the drain of role player right now, man. If you if you are if you have if you average in ten if you're getting ten points a game, you're a role player. <laughs> I can't believe I called him out the other day about Bubble Murray and I think he dropped about three points the like, next game. Is that, that's what I'm like, saying. He was like and one you, for twelve. And you guys want to call this guy a star? Well, he's boy, he's boy. Then there's the then there's the transcendentals. You know, there's a few transcendentals. The LBJ, KDs. Who else so am I going to put more. in there? Luca. Who? Cat. Cat is Jag City man. His team's got nine wins, and you're asked. You know, if they're, if they're not over five hundred, they're Jag. Trey, Trey songs, you're a Jag. Jag. So boys. I've set you up nicely. I've set you up very nicely. We've 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 established the parameters of what we think you know players are. So let's go. Here comes the money. Here yes. we go. Money you know it's my favourite tune Here of the whole call. <laughs> yes. Dala dala. Shout out to the WRE. Thank you for providing this. The music signifies the trade block where we talk about trades, potential trades, and. All things in between. Now, I want to talk about a few things. The trade deadline is coming up next week, I believe. March 24th, March 25th. And there's still pieces on the board, isn't there? The best way of thinking about the trade deadline and everything is by thinking of the teams and the players. So what I'm going to talk about first, I want someone to lead on this. I think KDOT, maybe. Team-wise, the Brooklyn Nets have laid down the gauntlet I think that's clear I think they're favourites but I don't think it's necessarily done and dusted over I think teams can make it hard for them but teams need to be aggressive now because the windows are closing Jadot, tell me whose window is closing and who needs to make a move 
who really needs to make a move? Uh, so I think uh, Boston, the Boston Celtics need to make a move. Correct. Uh, I think that they need another another scorer of some sort. Um, you know, I think that they've not been aggressive enough. I think that they've, unfortunately, you know, the Kyrie experiment didn't work. Horford didn't work. And they haven't really got much for their haul that they received a couple of years ago. So I think this is the year that they need to really put all their chips on the table and say, you know, we'll take X player and we'll give you whatever you want. They're that, um, te- they're that team that have put all their money in a piggy bank and then inflation's hit and their money's <laughs> worthless. And literally, yeah, exactly. And, and I, I guess they haven't got time to play chicken anymore. I think they should definitely um, uh, be on the way, or, or be uh, a buyer, uh, this, trade, this, this trade block. Tobes, what do you reckon? Who? I think uh, I think your Lakers can be a bit savvy, add a bit a bit more scoring punch. Um, that would be good. Or any 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 offense that isn't LeBron generated. <laughs> so someone who can either handle a ball and set up other people, make their own offense, or someone who is just going to stand in your corner, be your traditional LeBron dependable three point shooter in playoff season. I think you could do it when I'm born them. Uh, Another one I'd like I'd like to see is I, I, I'm I'm here for change, so I like what the Suns are doing. I want to see them get maybe another probably a bit more muscle, some defense, uh, take some pressure off DeAndre Ayton. Um, mm-hmm. They're fine in the backcourt and wing department, but I think they need another big to uh, solidify and muscle up. So I think another person ahead of the playoffs who could maybe do something okay. under the radar. Okay, I feel you. I feel you, Ollie. Who needs that? Uh, um, not this. I think this is we'll, we'll probably taken to that next level. I think they're in the top one of you know between eight. I think there's like eight main contenders, and I think um, I think there's an, an opportunity not to waste your time. I think it's the Denver Nuggets. Yes, thank they, you. I'm glad you said that as well. Yeah, I think they need another piece, which I think if they got another really good piece, that would tip them over to be up to the top. Totally agree. Totally agree. So let's let me get up the standings. So agree with, agree with you guys. I think my Lakers, if they can get someone, just you know, it's an extra body, an extra just bit of talent there, um, scoring even or otherwise. I think that would be very useful. Um, Suns as well. I think. Remember, Ollie said it a few weeks ago. I as as good as the Suns are, I worry that they're nearish their ceiling. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, sorry, I was going to say, do you think that because of this play, play-in play tournament, that maybe teams who would have traditionally been sellers at the trade deadline are now like, hold on, we could actually get into the playoffs and they're not willing to give up maybe assets that or the, what they determine as assets to other teams when actually they're like, well, actually, we've got a chance to compete with those teams. You know, like teams who were on the periphery and then trying to get do you see what I mean? I, I think... get you. I get you. I don't disagree, probably. And it no, depends on the GM, depends on what they're trying to achieve and depends on what the pressure is on. But you know the way I see this. Um, you're, either com- you're either contending or you ain't. That's, that's, the, way I, that's the way I see it. Um, so it depends how the GM see it. So if they're thinking, oh, it'd be nice to have a little playoff berth. Uh, let's hold on to so-and-so until the summer. I think, I think that will affect, well, I think that will affect trades, Kato. I think that's a very, very good point. Um, but I also think 
if you're on the other end of the spectrum and you're sort of on the cusp of competing, you'll probably be more aggressive in trying to get those pieces. So, like you said, Boston. Boston, I think I said it last week, they need to find a way to sort themselves out. They should not be 500 in this in this, um, in this this conference. And they're not going anywhere fast now or in the future. Their window is closing. Um, another team I had down, boys, I don't know what your thoughts were, were the Dallas Mavericks. And that brings me to the second, the second component in a trade, which is the players. Now, who's on the board? Who's just come off the board? PJ Tucker has gone to the Bucks. He's scored. He's he's completed the most corner threes in the last five years of any player in the NBA by about a hundred. He's clear of them. Um, Tobes. You keep an eye on Milwaukee. You think that's going to... Does that move the needle in your words in any way? I think it's a nice pickup. I do think it's a nice pickup. Does it move the needle? Because of the factors around you, it's a tough one. But I'm not going to lie. Another body like PJ, who's been guarding James Harden for a few years, you know, you know, uh, isn't a terribly bad thing. And I know that man's... He's a bit old and he's a bit uh, body shape-wise stout, but... He's probably the perfect person to put on James Harden, actually, because matchup body wise, they're kind of similar. He'll know the way he plays, um, and he doesn't hurt you on offense, right? He, he's reliable in terms of just like like you say, stick him in the corner, he will hit your freeze for you. So I think he's just another savvy body who fits the rotation really nice in the box. And if all they stay healthy, he can do pretty decent things for them in the playoffs. So I know he was quite coveted. A lot of a lot of uh, high profiles team did want him. Even the Nets were trying to fish for him as well. So <laughs> I think it's a good steal for the box. No, no, I agree. I agree with you. I think listen, if you've got someone of experience, someone who's tough, and someone who can hit threes in the NBA, you know what I mean. What I said about role players, a, everyone can play a little role, and they're important. So I think he helps. You know, he doesn't take him over the top. It's not like acquiring James Harden, but you know, they got a decent little team there. They got a decent little team there, and if you believe in upsets in sport. They're a good enough team now to cause an upset, potentially. The thing I like about it, Oli and Kado, is that they're trying at least, just trying to make little moves, trying to figure things out. i got here some players on the board. I um, want to see what you guys think. Um, who should I start with? Okay, let me start with a couple of people that might be on free agency. No, you know what? I'll go the other way around. Let me start with players on teams that I think could be moved. I saw, an, I saw an interview with Mark Cuban and he sounded like he wanted to be a bit patient because, you know, I suppose you, Luca's young, Chris Dapps is young. But I think they've got a ten, When you've got Luca, you are ready at least 70% of the way there. And I don't know if they should try and flip Chris Dapps into something. So I've put Chris Dapps on the board potentially. What are your thoughts on that? I don't think you're getting the value returned for for, for Paul Zingas at the moment because he's on a what is he, he's on a four year thirty million dollar contract and the way has he been playing like that? Mm. No, he's oh. not. So I don't I don't think you get face value for him. But do you think you could get? I don't, depends what you think they need, isn't it? But I think there's teams that are willing. You know, it's one of them ones people, where people gamble who, on Kristaps, isn't it? But, but then who who do you trade that that 
makes that team better without taking on that contract and weakening the team. Because that, I don't think Dallas Dallas aren't really in a in a great position at the moment. They're on, they've got some bad contracts and no cap space either. I thought they got. I, sp- think, I thought they're clearing space. Or do you think? I think it's at the end of this year they'll have space. This year, yeah, yeah they're coming, they're coming into the summer. That's why they can they can go someone big. I think this is what le- lends to Mark Cuban's patience. He kind of he's done all this assessment and he probably's thinking there's no killer move we can make right now. So why not let it run? Let Porzingis potentially show out in the playing tournament and playoffs if they make it. As Oli says, increases his value, and then if it's a bust get rid if it's good also get rid if it's really yeah, exactly. great that's what i'm stay. saying that's what yeah. i'm saying yeah, you never it's, know. yeah. It's, it's an interesting one I, I you know what for for someone who doesn't believe in in patience and potential i i agree with that i i get it i get it um k dot i know you keep an eye on the mavericks i'm, I'm guessing you agree from your silence when you disagree you tend to let people know <laughs> <laughs> um I don't think that if you had to ask Mark Cuban, you know, in March, you're going to be the eighth seed in the Western Conference in the in the playing tournament at the beginning of the season. Would he have would he have taken that with the fact that he knows he has a transcendental talent like uh, Doncic, yeah, and and he has Pozingis, who he thought was going to be a game changer when they acquired him. Unicorn, yeah. exactly. So um, I actually disagree. I actually I actually don't mm. know why he's been patient. I actually, I think that um, in his <laughs> Uh, in his uh, business career, he wasn't patient. He took opportunities when they presented them, presented uh, themselves. Yeah, I think they should go out and they should look to fish. Um, maybe not uh, trade Pazingis, but maybe try and acquire, like I say, like a, a Buddy Heald or another like scorer like that, just so that would take the take the um, the scoring load off uh, Luca, um, and then reassess in the summer. Because at least then you can say, well, actually. We were aggressive in, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Just trading um, the trade deadline, and you know we flamed out. So let's <laughs> you know let's 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 go back and reassess because I don't think they've done very well this year. No. And actually, that that goes to stand that you don't have the you don't your players and um, haven't performed. So you need to identify the players who have performed, and then uh, the players who haven't performed, and see whether you know you can get. Um, you can get value, or you can improve your team because that they haven't they haven't done well this year. They've done nothing. They've done nothing. But we'll, we'll have to see how that plays out. I've got a couple more for you guys. Jamal Murray. Um, firstly, I'll be interested to see what people think his value is now compared to Bubble Murray. But Ollie, I know you, I'm gonna I'm gonna come to you because you mentioned the Denver Nuggets when you said they needed to make a move. I'm guessing that's who you meant. It wasn't who I actually oh uh, I think they've, they've got a lot of cap space they've got a lot of pieces as well I've actually put a trade together right so the Nuggets give up Will Barton Bol Bol okay, yeah, yeah. R- RJ Hampton okay. three first round picks and a second round pick that's loads or, bro or Daniel Gafford and Zach Levine ooh I like that because you've taken another player that I, I I had down as someone to sniff around. So you get so you have Levine, you have the Joker, you have Murray, you have MPJ. Yeah, so you keep them. I know that admit potentially give up, but RJ Ham, RJ Hampton, Bolbo, and Will Barton—they are good players. Three first round picks and a second round. I think that's those three first round picks as well. Oh, that's a lot. 
you pro- you really believe it. You believe in Levine. You really I do believe, believe in, in Levine. <laughs> He's a- I don't think he has to have the ball in his hands the whole time as well. He doesn't have to create his own offense. You believe that he can evolve, ha- he can evolve from a jag. I think he can. Not I think you. I don't think he'll be, ever be a superstar player, but he's still he's still averaging what twenty eight points a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're right. You're right. People people be sleeping on him. Tobes, you, you, your eyes lit up at that trade actually. Well, I was here. I went on a roller coaster of emotions during the names because <laughs> Will Barnes a really important piece yeah, for I like them, him. and I guess actually, uh, and he's a nice role player for them. So I, when I first heard that, I was like, okay. Uh, then you threw in some young fodder in uh, Bobo and Hampton for whatever. Uh, then I heard the three first round picks, and then I was like, oh, now something something big is coming if it was yeah, three yeah, first yeah. round picks. Uh, Levine, that is nice. That is nice. I think he is one of those players. I think the similar to Paul Zingas, I think the Bulls know that they're not going to keep him long term. I actually yeah, think no they know. Chance. And his market value is sky high right now because he's having he's like one of my favorite players this year. He's like um, on the cusp of a 50, 40, 90 and just, just so efficient and, just and great at scoring. So uh, yeah, he could could help the, Dem- the Nuggets. Um, and that just turns into an absolute offensive juggernaut of a of a team now there's no defense there at all <laughs> so that's the only thing that well i, I would i would I'll sh- I'll shift murray and keep barton <laughs> i'll shift murray keep barton <laughs> hey hey the murray train no you just um, need to get overrated players off the books you i need think to... it wouldn't have worked for the coffee no it wouldn't no. the contracts worked because murray's on he's on big seven million dollars <laughs> a year for five yeah. years but, uh, Good God! You, you know yeah. what I mean. So that was I, I, at first. I wasn't sure if it was uh, maybe two two round, two first rounds, and a second round. No, but the, still, the I, I get it. Levine needs to get somewhere, and a team can. He's one of those players he's, that he needs to get somewhere, he and, two, and he could move a needle for a team as well. Which is uh, he's on a night. It's only on twenty million. Well, I say only uh, twenty million dollars a year. So oh, you can, if you're looking to go now, yeah, you yeah. can pick him up. Levine yeah. is a big piece. Now, there's a piece that was taken off the table, but I don't believe that necessarily is true if the right deal is there to be made and if the player makes it known that he wants out. And that piece is Bradley Beal. Um, there's been so much talk of him going, going, and then it kind of quietened down. Things can happen around the trade deadline. I think he's like a Levine in that. He's somewhere that someone that needs to get somewhere, and who could move the needle for a team. I'm pointing so many players towards the Boston Celtics. I've put Beal down, and I've I've also noted down again the T Wolves again. Some someone should be circling a couple of their their Jags for their stars, as as the traditional mainstream media call them. Um, Levine, Boston. I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are. Who who else? Uh, Needle movers on the board, players wise. Gave him a lot of flack, but Nick Vucevic is Ooh. a player who comes up a lot lately. Um, and he's he is actually balling. Uh, <laughs> he's kept it up since after the All Star game. He's putting up some impressive numbers for the Magic, and that Magic team just needs to self destruct. Like, yeah, yeah. Aaron Gordon needs to go. 
Terence Ross needs to go. He needs to go. Like these are people. These are like they've got like loads of uh, what's the other guy? Uh, Evan Fournier. These are all people that can probably go and help playoff contending teams, teams. But they can't help themselves. I know. It's no, one, they're, one they're of those weird ones. Isn't it? Magic, honestly. And I think Vucevic is actually someone the Boston Celtics should go be aggressive and get. He's uh, he doesn't hurt you on defense. And he can score and be a post presence and dish out and hit the three. He's like hitting like almost 42, 43% from the three these days. That's uh, crazy. So he's another one that they could go for. And uh, whilst, okay, but I think Boston already know they're not competing for a title. He he would raise their ceiling a lot, I think, I, if they went and got someone like that. The thing is, I think if this Boston team can just get that injection of um, winning in their system they've got a good team they can at least as i said at least be a really tough out at the moment they're just looking like any any man's which is really really disappointing um, but i want to see them kind of do well because i like jason tate i like Jalen brown um vucevic i agree another nice piece but we'll have to see. We'll, we'll have to see i mean we'll, we'll have to see all right okay some more names okay look, kyle lowry. Oh, this is exactly what oh, i was going to say, say uh, uh, kyle that um you know, there's been a there's been a bit of talk about him potentially leaving, so I'm just wondering what you guys thought or where he should go, or whether actually because I I don't think I think the Raptors after winning that title I think they've just <laughs> you know the eleventh eleventh seed they're not they're not doing anything you know the Pascal Siakam experiment has flamed it's, out it's flamed out big time so do, don't you Jack. think they should, they should just go on max rebuild you know. Take what you can for Kyle. Let him, you know, let him come back one day. Is he is he not a free agent in this end of the season? He's got a player option, doesn't he? Yeah, I think season. so. But it's just, I think it's like a, it's a thirty million dollar. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, I just I, I just think that if I was, I'd I'd like uh, to see Lowry at the Clippers if that could happen. But I don't. I would, think I would, it can. I, he's one player who would who would want him because I think he does turn a needle on for on your our, team, yeah, for our for our team, yeah, yeah. but. It's logistically, it's not. I don't think it's really possible at this time. I think um, I'm hearing Philly has got what it takes to get him as well. That's what I'm hearing in a lot of the the coverage. He'd be a nice pickup for them as well. Though the Philly guards are doing nice, man. They got they got guards, and you know they're all they're all playing well, doing their job. But Lowry would definitely be an addition. Ah, get him in there. Yeah. Playoff Lowry's playoff Lowry's an absolute warrior. Oh my god! Every playoff team should should be going for him. And Play, like, he's Bro, he, he adds he adds credence. Playoff Lowry, Lowry, I'll let you know, is a new thing since LeBron left. Now he's playoff Lowry. Play, playoff Lowry <laughs> used to be synonymous with terrible performances. Um, right, a couple more names. I'll run through him quickly. Um, okay, the Marcus Aldridge. Can he help someone? Um. I don't think so. Dave, <laughs> oh, he's thirty-five. Uh, no, I just think he's no. no I, I just, I just think that he's past his best. He's, he's literally, yeah. He just literally just length now. It's I mean, so important know. in the NBA to just have like a specific skill. You know what I mean? So when yeah, it's all yeah, said and done, 100%. you can get an extra like three years out of your career. Yeah, you know I, what I mean. I'm, unfortunately, fortunately for him, we're not going to get anything for him. I'm just going to be saddled with his contract. Um, I just don't think he's. Is any is anything at the is um, anything at the moment? It's become like a I don't know, yeah, just an it's got an albatross of a contract. Yes. Who's going to take him on? I don't know. Um, it's a shame. I actually think if it's going to replace him with someone, I think that people should be hot on Miles Turner. 
and seeing whether they can get him. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Actually, defensive beast as well. Exactly. exactly. Um, Tobes, Andre Drummond. Yeah, man. What, what's he doing? Why is why is why is he just collecting dust still? I don't want to. I don't want to pay him off. Simple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. He's. Uh, I think the original original hype beast was the Lakers. I don't think that's going to happen anymore. The one that was gaining a lot of that um, rumor on the rumor mill was to the Knicks. To be honest, I don't think the Knicks should pull that trigger either. Nah, uh, and unfortunately, this is the tag with him. Like I love him as a player, and I think everyone knows what he can do. But it's like no one wants, no one knows how to get him or how to to use him. He, I think he's just overpriced. I think that's just yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You, you can't. You can't in your head, you're like his money. skills are. He's a hard rebounder, like an elite rebounder, and that's his elite skill. So when you hear elite rebounder, you don't want to pay big money for that because you're grouping in with people like Capella and. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just other people that just run and run and dunk and, and rebound. That's your thing, man. So I don't want to be balling out for you. Who who needs that? Again, we go back to the same teams we've been bringing up before. The Boston Celtics could use a body like that. He would just be cleaning glass. But they've got Robert Williams, a guy who's on their bench. And for some reason, they haven't quite pulled the trigger on starting him, who I think can do the exact same things. He's a young athletic guard who can he gets puts up crazy rebound numbers and stuff. So... And uh, blocks even. See what I mean? I, I, I don't know where he can. I don't know who needs it. Maybe the Blazers. If if you're if you're if you're worried about Nurkic's future, um, Nurkic's. he's he's way more he's way more skilled. Uh, Nurkic. He's like yeah, a, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, he's like that's a, a he's like a B plus Jokic, right? Um, but the guy's <laughs> always injured, always injured. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. And if Port Port Damon McCollum aren't getting any younger, so they I think they need to make some moves. Um, ah yes, but they, I mean they tried though. They did try. They did re up this summer. We I remember we were saying they had a good off season. Yeah, but yeah, good did, off season's not that, enough. You know what I mean? As I, it's what I said. Like you're either contending or you ain't. It's just it's a weird one like that. Yeah, I mean there's no oh you know getting the Champions League and do it now. This is you're either competing or you're just ta-da. Um, Oli, last one, Victor Oladipo. Yeah, what about him? <laughs> oh, you're heartless. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! He could help someone. He should. He, he should. Be, he's he's a uh, he's got he's only got half a season left on his contract. Surprised no one's just going to buy him out and he can leave on a free or, or yeah. What? Well, I think he's they took uh, took a bit of a punt on on him when he first joined the Rockets. They thought he they'll be able to resign, but I think as soon as he went to the Rockets, he says he has no intentions of staying. Really basically, no. so. Um, I think he can help a, help a team. I've said it a couple of times now. I think it'll be a good fit with him on um, with Dallas. Um, as another guard, um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think I'd that, be surprised. If he, Dallas aren't going to pay him big money. I know he wants to get paid. This is, well, this is what I'll, I'll be, reported, I'll, I'll be surprised if he if he moves um, before the end of the season. God, I think uh, I think the Miami Heat is an interesting one for him. Miami Heat would be good. Yeah. Like uh, they've got, it's like they've got money and time to play with, and you know they're going to compete still. So yeah. let him go to there where he's not. He know he wants to be the guy, but he, Jimmy Butler is so alpha, and I think in that Heat culture, he will adapt probably the best you can get, and and not have to do too much. So, him being like, um, let Tyler Hero still come off the bench and and run the second unit, and then just slot him at either running the point or just next to Jimmy, and just uh, he could be a nice piece for them in terms of uh, just to make some noise in the playoffs. Interesting. Well. Gosh, I mean, there's, there's a lot. There's a. Kayla, were you going to say something? 
Oh, no, no. I was just going to ask um, whether anyone had any thoughts on John Collins. Jag. <laughs> Again, I, I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll move until the end of the season. He's, he's going to get. He'll get paid, but uh, yeah, yeah. I think he's he, very, very good player. The thing about the NBA, yeah, so he's, he's another, he's another Boston target. It's just interesting. Yeah, it's the Boston so, target. The thing about the, the NBA that's so interesting, right, is that there's just so many ingredients. You know what I mean? It's just to get everything together at the right place at the right time. It's no mean feat. It's no mean feat. But my message to you know, obviously no one listens to me, but my my message, and I'm sure you'd agree, is just be be aggressive. I think being aggressive is generally quite a good thing in the NBA because your future's really, really not promised. I don't know how many rebuilds Orlando Magics have been through since <laughs> Shaq and Penny or <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> so so be aggressive. I'll be and teams genuinely can improve and make noise in the playoffs if they are aggressive. All the teams we've said, Denver. The Mavs, Shout out Boston. to Trevor Ariza, by the way, because he broke the record for being the most traded player <laughs> in NBA history. Like, imagine that's your life. He's been, he's been traded eleven times. He must get signing on fees each time or something. At least <laughs> me and my brother were joking about it. Yeah, like imagine being his like kid. He's like, <laughs> hey, we got, son. we got to go again. Son. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> that is roll, you had other school. <laughs> it's just like. Wow. <laughs> Because they pulled the trigger for him for Myers Leonard, who should be out the league. They literally did that just to push Myers Leonard out the league. (laughs) And when I saw Trevor Ariza, I was like, what? That came from from Silver, innit? For the conspiracy theorists out there. That's come from Silver. Ariza was like, I ain't got nothing to do. Why are you bringing me into this? Ariza in the second round. He's like, yeah, go on in. Literally the NBA gypsy king, honestly. Just, uh... <laughs> oh, too, 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 too funny, guys. That is, it's gonna be really interesting to see how this develops over the last, over the final week. Is that a trick question? Right, Ollie, have we got any questions from the IG? Uh, yeah, we've got a couple. Um, first off, who makes your NBA Mount Rushmore? Okay. So I think we should all try and agree. So how many? I don't know how many heads are on Mount Rushmore. Was it five? Four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Four. Oh, four. four. Um, okay. Wait. 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 Are we? Are we doing off players we've seen? Yeah, just who you think? Or just who you, think you, you include the myth, the magic, the legend. Okay. Fine. I'm going to say straight up. LeBron is on there. <laughs> I'm just putting, I'm just is, putting it out is. there. Um, I think for me, um, Michael Jordan. I don't know if it. Joking, joking. Michael, Michael Jordan's on there. LeBron James is on there. Um, the thing is, you know, you have to go on. Obviously, when you're a bit younger as well, you got to go on credit rating and stuff like that. But I'm going to go off credit rating plus career mixtapes. Um, Magic Johnson no honestly Magic Johnson's mixtape is ridiculous he does things that you have never seen before and you won't see afterwards like the ball the cameraman can't actually keep up with the ball we'll have to post that somewhere Um, just a link to that so Magic Johnson just for that Um, and then I don't then I don't know I don't know. I mean, I would probably have to go with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because, yeah, so um, I, that's, again, that's the ones I, had. I accept I'm young, I haven't seen him play in full, but he's one of the greatest winners 
in basketball history. He's, he's the all-time. He's got the all-time scoring points record. I believe six, six MVPs. Six MVPs. How many titles? Six. Six. I think, yeah. Six titles because he won five in the Lakers, one in Milwaukee. Um, in the college, I think he was under. He's got some. He's got some crazy record. We'll have to, have to look into it. I get when you boys to look into it, but I believe he was like undefeated in high in high school and college or something. So he he was just a winner all throughout the board, and for his political stances and everything. So has anyone else got any other arguments? Go on. Maybe Larry Bird. I think K dot K dot can go. I've got I've got I've got. I've got two for me personally that may tinker that fourth spot, but K Doc, you go first. Okay, so I got oh, the, so so just to just to clarify, so far, LeBron, MJ, um, Magic Johnson, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of what I've put on the Mount Rushmore based on what I've seen plus legendary status credit rating. So I've coined us Matthew. I've coined us uh, the Harlem Heat. So <laughs> I've, I have to go with my <laughs> I have to go with the Harlem Heat brother. I had I had that. Exact. Um, <laughs> Martin Rushmore. I also think Thank of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That he, had, he, he had the most amazing shot with the skyhook oh that God, nobody yeah. could ever defend, literally, and no one has ever replicated, and how dominant it was. The fact that you're able to extend your armour that, that far out <laughs> and you're able to get it over your head with that precision is just unbelievable. Yeah, it's um, it's weird. Like he makes it look really easy, but it's a ridiculously hard shot. Exactly, <laughs> Unguard, unguardable for yeah. someone who's yeah. seven foot one. <laughs> <laughs> and and didn't they like change the rules because like, like they was it something about how I think actually, in college, you no, know, in college they banned Duncan for him or something. Yeah, the ban, yeah, the ban, ban. I was thinking what? <laughs> <It's unbelievable. laughs> but yeah, yeah. Tobes, you said you had something that would think. So uh, yes, you're the the three I agreed with wholeheartedly: MJ, LeBron, Magic. That, that that's easy for me. Uh, the the other two, uh, not 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 for me, but I think objectively, a lot of people might put Will on there just because he's like this mythical beast in the game. Uh, only guy to reportedly score 100 points in the game. Indeed. He's also slept with 100 women, so brownie points for that. Uh, he apparently slept uh, over think, 20, think, oh, sorry, 100 women in one night. Like 10, I think it was like 100 10, women 000. in one night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Libido. Libido strong, man. You know, he's a, he's, a, he's a Hall of Fame in the USA. Um, oh, was it volleyball team as well? He <laughs> <laughs> was just a freak. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's 100 women in one night. Mate, I'd be in a coma. Jesus. Perfect. <laughs> um, but no in real talk he was also like just unstoppable like we talked about Kareem he was like no one he was just overdeveloped and overdeveloped freak and he won did everything but the guy I actually want to pioneer a bit was uh, Bill Russell so yes the great he's done winner. everything you can done in the game uh, 11 NBA championships uh, won like countless defensive players of the years won MVPs won one of those championships also as a player coach and also uh, during quite a political time with the black oppression and in a, in a in a woke movement where black black people were getting more power in in uh in sports um he's so respected around the league like you see him on the you see him at court side and the way the players greet him is like when i dob a letter like when i nigerian grandma and stuff so respect <laughs> you know prostrate on the ground and stuff you know what i mean that they, they treat so- russell like an absolute legend and i think he's got that weight 
Um, he's done everything I said. Like he said, he's he literally won like countless All Stars, countless MVPs. I think countless he's the greatest and, winner in NBA history. I remember listening to you know all these goat debates or whatever. He's won eleven NBA championships, but I think he won. He's he's never lost the final. I think from yeah, high yeah. school, college, and in the NBA, I think he's like fifteen and zero or seventeen and zero in finals. It's ridiculous. Legit. And and I think just on my Mount Rushmore, it is nice to have. Just for my own like weird balance, it's nice to have three offensive juggernauts there in their own regard, and then just have someone there who is repping a bit of the defensive rebounding side of things but also still having a great uh championship pedigree so that's the only one i think you could argue but i've got no qualms with kareem being there as well respect it ollie yeah i'm pretty close um yeah definitely kareem magic um i don't probably can debate kobe maybe being in there but um i think i think when it's all said and done i think it would be lebron um, MJ, Kareem, and Magic. And also, fun fact about Will Chamberlain, the season he averaged 50 points and 20 rebounds, he finished third in the MVP. Who won the MVP Sorry. that season? Uh, Bill Russell. <laughs> Bill Russell won. <laughs> Bill Russell. And then I think Oscar, uh, Oscar Robertson came second. Oh, no. Oscar Robertson. Yeah, they Oscar came Robertson. third, averaging 50 points and 20 rebounds. Oh, That's probably the year goodness. Oscar Robertson got like a 30, I think, 20, was, I think that was when he ever, averaged a triple-double. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness! Wow, but yeah, that's okay. So we're 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 pretty close. We got LeBron on there. We got MJ on there. I'm happy. Magic man, honestly, guys, just watch his his like career mixtape on YouTube. It's just so confusing, and that's not even taking into account his actual, um, you know, accomplishments. Just a beast. Came straight from college. Finals MVP done. (laughs) First year. How mad is that? He is Showtime Lakers. I mean, when you hear, when you play, when you rookies hear the term Showtime Lakers, yeah. that's from Magic. Bro, de- just deep it a second, actually. Imagine if Zion came in from Duke, just came in, took the lead by storm, won Finals MVP first season, done. Well, Magic, Magic, we won Finals MVP, and he played centre. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, that's finals. Mad. I mean, <laughs> six six nine point guards, just just ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> little baby hook as well. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, this little yeah. Too much, man. Too too too. You won't you won't get much. that ever no, again. No, no, no. So yeah, those that's those are the guys. We got anything else, Ollie? Uh Yeah, we've got two more. Quite a bit more straightforward. Uh, will LeBron reach six rings? No. <laughs> <laughs> that really hurt, Ollie. That really really hurt me. But Has I'm, he got? Well, I'm going to say no because of the Brooklyn Nets and only because of the Brooklyn Nets. I would have said, if you asked me right at the beginning of the season, I would have said, you know what, yeah, I'd, I'd give him a go. But no. Yeah, I would have I would have said it. I would have been a bit more different at the beginning of the season. But no, no, the Brooklyn Nets is going to be their time. Unless anyone disagrees. But no, no, no that doesn't look like it. Six rings is too much, too much of a stretch. Mm. Go on. And lastly, will Curry win another? Will uh, Will Curry win another ring in his career? Yes, I'd like to think so. Yeah, um, I don't know if he's going to win it as a, as a star, but I think he'll because I think what will happen unless he wants to, you know, be a retire warrior and all this that and the other. I think obviously he's got this massive contract. He's going to play that out, and then he can be a nice number two, or you know, two A on a contender if he chooses to go down that route. Um, I think what would stop it is if he 
says I want to be a Golden State Warrior for life. Because I think it's going to be difficult for the Warriors. But I'm telling you lot now. I'm telling you lot now. Two things. Firstly, the day, the next time I see Clay Thompson hit a three will be one of the happiest days of my life. And do not sleep on the Splash Brothers. Do not sleep on the Splash Brothers. They can do something. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, I think that they might stop LeBron getting under a sixth ring, you know. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, no, man, about KD. LeBron, LeBron's going to be like, you got your big brother's not here anymore, man. Why <laughs> <laughs> oh, LeBron drop 40 piece on them, man? He'd be like, like Draymond, go and call KD, you need him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness. LeBron would never let that happen after the way they ruined his legacy. Imagine if the Golden State Warriors didn't exist. LeBron would have had like seven rings, man. <laughs> oh my God. Tobes? <laughs> we just take him I reacting to. No, no, I said, do you think, do you think Steph will win another ring? Ah. Uh, uh, it's another one of those. It's like, I'd like him. He's one of those, he's, he's just so... Uh, infectious you know you're like you want him to he's one of those guys you want him to do well you want him to retire with like just this mad resume of xyz okay <laughs> will, wait. will he okay will Tobes, he? Tobes, this is a slight twist on the question then yeah okay what do you think is more likely curry winning another ring or dame winning a ring in his career i think Ooh. dame and curry are always going to be inextricably linked oh my gosh oh my goodness I mean, right now, based on everything, I'd go with uh, Curry because yeah. he's at least got a weapon in Clay. I mean, with the things we don't know what Clay will come back at, but the Warriors just feel like an outfit who are ready to make moves still, and they can tinker and add yeah, things, yeah. and it's still a great destination. The Portland Trailblazers is like, where is where is the the, the the countdown clock for the Blazers exists right now? For the Warriors, I don't feel like it's there yet even with injury, even with everything moving, it just feels like they've still got time to make a name for themselves. But with, with the Blazers, it's like it's it's winding down. So unless Dame does this, you know, like the, he's doing the song and dance for being a loyal, loyal, loyal guy, but unless he just bags that in and goes, you know what, screw this, let me go join LeBron in Please LA with, uh, with, with uh, and then be the point for him and AD just to win Ron Ring, then I, I've got to go with Curry. Bro, I think, I think Dame will move. I mean, I know we started segwayed a bit, but I think Dame will move toes because, especially when he's seeing people like James Harden. James Harden just was like, I'm dipping, man. This, this is what, <laughs> there's loyalty things they've overrated. Overrated, <laughs> man. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Be, he doesn't want to be that it's guy. It's hard, it's hard. The league's changed, man. Um, it, used to, what, it, used to be, it used to be built by way more players like, like Dame, you know, like, that's the only way to win a yeah, ring. You You've see, got to win it yourself. Yeah, but now but, it's just like, how can how can you compete? How can you compete with Brooklyn? Like the 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 the, the, the names that spring to mind as the closest who are still staying true and can compete is literally Giannis, and no one's back in the box to take no, it. No, to do nothing, man. No one talks about the box anymore. Don't be and that he's, guy. He's the closest example to like ride or die. I'm here and I'm ready to do it. All due respect to to to, to Dame as well, but like, yeah, it's tough. No respect to Dame. Respect to Dame. He got 50, though, 50 points off twenty exactly. shots the other day. The thing is, though, I, and I, I love Dame. I love Dame. 
But However, wonderful. You think he's wonderful, presumably, right? No, no, I do. I do think he's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I do that. You're gonna hit. Him it is, that. No, and it's wonderful that he does very well in the season. It's just a damn shame that he hasn't really performed in the playoffs, in my opinion. I think superstars they will you over the line, and I'm not sure. Other than his amazing countdown shots and all that kind of good stuff, there's a lot to be desired about his playoff performances. But that's just me. K. Dot Toby, you've got Toby upset there. Oh, it was an interesting take. I mean, I think the guy's literally done everything any one person can like do in his position and skill set. He's literally maximised everything he can do. So that's why the Blazers, I think, need to put more weapons on more things around him to also rise with that. But how many, he's hit like so many game winners and so many huge performances. He said, he said he's like, team home, isn't it? <laughs> uh, he leads, leads the league in uh, clutch. Yeah, points he bye well. everyone, man. He, he's a killer. No, but K-Dot, K-Dot, is, K-Dot is very outcome driven. You either done it or you ain't done it. That's it. So I, I, I get it. I, I get it. But I just shout out to Dame, man. No, let's not overthink it. Love a bit of Dame Dalla. Listen to his music as well. It's wavy. There we are. We got the awards. Right. Awards time. I'm doing play of the week. I'm excited for this one. Let's do it hoop call style. Let's go. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Now this player, I'm a big fan of, um, known to some as European, known to me as Nigerian. Five wins on the bounce, 31 points a game, 11.6 rebounds and 7.8 assists. Clutching overtime, absolute beast. Yanis Antetokounmpo, there you are my brother. I think well-deserved. I think well-deserved. I think it's time we talk about him a little bit. He's got to that stage in his career, which is almost a compliment to him, where you're getting a bit bored of him, in that no one's talking about him for MVP. You know, James Harden went through that spell. LeBron's gone through that spell. So it's a marker of respect in a weird way. But he has woken up and he's reminded everyone that this Milwaukee team has been the best team in the regular season the last two years. He has been the back-to-back MVP. He's known as the Greek freak for a reason. He's a phenomenon. He's a juggernaut. And I just love that after the All-Star break, he just went super. I hope this continues. Because at least makes the East more interesting. Um, he wants to be known as the best player in the East. People probably would say KD, Joel Embiid. And then you're looking at Kyrie, Harden and Giannis in that sort of second sphere so he wants to remind everyone who they're effing with so I, lo- I love that much respect to them 86.2% from the free throw line 53% from the three point line field goal percentage 70% disgusting that's disgusting. actually disgusting it's disgusting mate that's what that's he's what averaging he like can 30 do. points on that as well dutty them so what you, real quick real quick what do you reckon it'd take for him to win MVP Three um, times in a row. If he average, average, have to average like thirty five points a game. No, uh, you know what? I think if he continues like this, if if, the, if for the second half of the season he's averaging thirty one, twelve and eight on sixty odd percent shooting, and his free throw is good, and he's shooting in the clutch, 
I think he'll be up there. But he has to be in that top seed. That's that. I think that's the key. I think that's the key. His numbers speak for themselves. If he can somehow top Philly and Brooklyn, Brooklyn on his own, that's big. That is big. Yeah, and I'd, I'd love to see it. The Europe three in a row. Jeez, only Larry, I think. Is James Harden in the conversation for MVP? Um, for for me, he's he, say, yeah. Yeah, conversation. I mean, yeah, but the thing is, he's not like winning, not winning it. He's the MVP of the stretch. But the thing he's is, he's going to win it, Toby. No, no, I said he's in the conversation, but he's not winning it. The, the thing is, K dot like especially when those three come back, you know, maybe the last twenty twenty five games of the season, it's going to be very difficult to prove to yourself to, to say that he is the most valuable player on that team when KD's averaging like thirty on sixty percent and Kyrie's averaging thirty two thirty two on fifty two point six percent or whatever. It's going to be like I mean, they're all just really really good, but he's he's probably having an, an MVP stretch. Right now, I just think it's going to be difficult when it's diluted down by three. Um, but yeah, he's in the conversation. He is. He's amazing. He's amazing, amazing, amazing. So much respect for him. I cannot stress that enough. How good he is. Don't know if you guys had anyone else, or you guys happy in my selection. Oh, thank you guys. Finally, I didn't get my apology, but I'll take this. I'll take this. Um, who is on who's team of the week this week Topes yes sir okay Topes what what countdown would you like countdown countdown I knew you were going to go for countdown you, you're a softie for countdown who call team of the week by Topes Lego this is a team that's been up and down throughout the season uh, new coaches come in done a wonderful job uh, starting to find their feet. Roster's coming back. They've won six in a row. Uh, competition hasn't been all that great, but they're doing their bits and they're, they're now back at 500. They're flying high. They are the Atlanta Hawks. Ooh, ATL stand up. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Tobes. Um, six on the spin, isn't it? Six on the spin. Remember, yeah. Miami Heat, Orlando Magic, Toronto Raptors, Sacramento Kings, Cleveland, and then Houston. So of those, I'd say Miami and Toronto are good quality wins. Uh, Kings are never easy. Uh, they're playing quite well. Good team basketball. It doesn't seem like the rift with John Collins has caused any long-lasting effect. Like, at least they're civil enough to keep working together. Uh, Trey's obviously doing his thing. Uh, Danilo Gall- Gallinari has been balling lately um i think he's doing everything they envisioned in a stretch four you can shoot out um and it just feels like you know it's classic like any sport when you get a new coach come in you just kind of ramp it up a bit so let's see if it's sustained but right now yeah they're cooking thank the million six and oh since since coming in remember we said that oh, sorry long... i said lloyd earlier yeah nate 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 McMillan, sorry yeah yeah, yeah. we said that doing... we said this last week innit? we said if they can just settle in the east you can go on a little run it's normally when you get when the coach gets fired, sometimes the players will come up and be like, "Oh, well, you know, they, it was wrong. They should have given him more time." Nothing has Nothing. come out Nothing. from anyone, so potentially yeah. may have may have been a coach issue. And Nate, you know, Nate McMillan's been around the block for a while now, so I don't think that's too much of a stretch to think it probably was a coach issue. How's my boy? How's my boy Trey doing? Yeah, I, th- I think the main yeah, main right? thing is so. So, so Toby said you've had. Um, 
Gallinari's been doing all right. I think uh, uh, Bogdanovic is, you know, he was one of the big pieces that they brought in as well. I think he's been playing pretty decent as well. Um, so, yeah. And Capella's think... doing exactly what they wanted him to. He's had a few monster games this year, actually, of like... Dun- Duncan over, rebound. Yeah, over 20 rebounds, 20 points, like five blocks, you know, just fits that fits that system and uh yeah it's coming together so you look at you look at that conference and because it's such a mess they could be fourth seed by next week <laughs> yeah honestly. yeah yeah that's what that's what you that's what you got that's the one thing you got to say that's what you got to love about the nba man because there's so many games in a short stretch things just are on a constant change thing so yeah um right what we got what games we got on sunday on saturday and sunday We got two games. Oh, sorry. No, you go, Ollie. I was going to say Saturday is. Oh, God, I've actually forgotten. Um, it's actually the Hawks and the Lakers at half seven, I think. Yeah, yeah. half seven. And then Sunday is the Magic and the Celtics at half seven. Magic and the Celtics could be a could be an interesting one. I just want to see That's if the Celtics Saturday. can get it together. That Saturday one's juicy. Mm. Get to see the Lakers at a good time for it. Oh wait, who are Lakers against? Sorry, say again. The Hawks. Oh, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing my Lakers take on the Hawks. Hopefully a dub, but I think it's the type of game that um, uh, what's his name, Trey Songz is going to try and ball out. I'm, I'm interested to see it. Just make sure you guys watch along. We're working on different mediums to to do our live streams and and watch alongs. Um, so stay tuned and look out on our IG for more updates. Also, if you've got any recommendations, also let us know. If you guys live stream or watch things live with other people, we're always interested to know. So let us know. Other than that, we'll see you guys next week. The trade deadline's coming up, so I'm sure we'll have a lot of news to discuss. A lot of news to discuss. I think KD will be back next week as well, so more things going on there. Looking forward to chatting to you all. In the meantime, I'm going to say... A hearty thank you to my co-hosts. Thank you, as always. And I look forward to talking to you shortly in the WhatsApp group. Ciao, ciao. And seeing you guys soon. Nice to see you, to see you. Nice. <laughs>